Empower Radio presents the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Crawl. Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. And I trust something you hear in the next hour will open you to a new and sacred relationship with water. Yes, I said water, the entire planet, humans, animals, fish in the sea, birds in the sky, trees in the forest, our plants, the food we eat, the air we breathe, and even the energetic field surrounding and protecting our planet. All of this life has one thing in common, and that is water. Our guests today remember and honor our sacred relationship with water, saying that to deny our common bond to the source of life is not a viable option. Yet every day in the news, we hear stories about the water crisis, issues with water quality, pollution, shortages. What are we to do? Our guests today have some answers, so I invite you to take a few deep breaths. Bring your awareness into this moment. Open your mind. Connect with your heart. And settle into your essential self as I introduce our guests. First, Forest speaker, a Maori elder, was born in the indigenous tribes in New Zealand. He was raised, tutored, and mentored into special healing wisdom traditions. In 1986, Forest speaker received his mastership while participating, along with several Hopi elders, in a legendary Four Powers gathering. He's a registered cultural wisdom keeper and spiritual healer, and he served in this capacity for more than 30 years, specializing in energy cleaning and now offering the wisdom of the ancient protocols. Our second guest, Shelley Darling, is the founder of Earth Medicine Alchemy and Golden Light Dowsing, a highly effective whole systems transformational journey, which speaks to dowsing as an evolutionary tool that creates a quickening in the field that allows easier access to one's higher consciousness and soul purpose while restoring and healing the earth. Shelley's passion and commitment is to support individuals and communities in the direct experience of embodying the intelligence of the heart as it awakens our collective consciousness, births new solutions, and fulfills our longed-for sense of intimacy and connection. What yummy bios for two amazing people. Welcome for a speaker and Shelly. Hey, you know, I just have to say this out loud before we begin for a speaker that your bio is beautiful and extensive and I had to out of respect for you put it in English terms and I know I didn't do it justice but your language is so beautiful Shelley speaks it a lot different words and I just get lost in it so out of love and respect I did my best and I hope you speak some of those yummy words on the show today because it just is such an, an amazing language so welcome to you both 
Hey, Forrest and Shelley, before Mm -hmm. we get started with talking about the water, I have a traditional question here on the show, and I love to begin with this question because it kind of sets us into this meme and this theme that really puts us in a broader understanding. And so I know that you both will appreciate this question. So I'm going to start with you, Forrest, and ask you, what does all things connected mean to you? Well, well, first of all, we are all, and the water is all, the land is water, sky is water, we are water, we are all connected. So all things connected, I love the name of your show, fantastic name, really right, right to the point, absolutely to the point, and may I add, right to zero point, which is uh, for us. There's a connection um, that it takes us back to the beginning. So wonderful. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Shelley, what might you add? What does all things connected mean to you? Mm, well, I feel it's been the force of understanding in my life and that we are all, as we know, we're all energy. We're all um, beings that... We're all earth angels. And so the connectivity for me is based through the understanding of the heart that we came in as love and will return as love. And this journey here together is about the awakening to our true connection, not even necessarily as an evolution thing that we're attaining, but the remembrance of our our natural connection. you know, life force. And through that life force, we're all connected. And I, and I think this is really what the show is about as well. So it's very exciting to be here. Thank you. Mm, thank you both. Well, you know, when I was preparing for this show and um, just, I, I love what you both are up to in the world, on the planet, healing the waters. And there's, there's so much to talk about today. But the one thing that occurred to me um, in asking this question even is that the word connection isn't even the right word. And Forrest, as you were speaking about the water, that that everything is water, it's like we don't even have the language to really describe what we're talking about with this connection because it's kind of like the same thing. So I just want to open that up to to our listeners and our conversation right now and just really talk about this water thing because – a lot of people will say, well, yeah, you know, I need water to drink and I'm connected because, you know, I, I love the ocean or I, or I water my plants or, but really it is the whole understanding of water is so much greater than that. And like you both had mentioned, we are it, it is us. We're, help us understand this from your perspective. Let's start with Forrest. Oh, yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> you know, many, many of the population on the planet um, need water, they drink water, they cook food in water, uh, and we're, we're quite used to that. Um, and also, you know, understanding that even an inkling of an idea that, that uh, we need the water is possibly a doorway to to ascending one's mind uh, or even one's words. 
um, beyond what is known as the lower jaw. So to be to be even an inkling or an idea that we need water to even eat and 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 our bodies to survive is an understanding that we are ascending our thoughts. Now, when when that happens, it's sort of like okay, we start thinking a little bit more into it um, and ascending our thoughts, and perhaps when we start to open that door like that, we this door of understanding, deeper understanding, we're moving into an area which which is which is uh, like the word that you were asking. What is the word? What, what's the word that we can say? And and I uh, and myself now and my elders and mastership have always said it's memory. Memory is the word, and um, it's another word for water. It's memory. So you know, understanding that we need water to survive, sustain our bodies, and so on and so forth, and our lineage, the children. That's an ascension thought. That's a, a, an inkling of a light to an ascension, an ascended thought. And then furthermore, thinking into it, you begin to raise from the lower jaw speaking words to the upper jaw words where you begin to start speaking into the ascended thought. And that comes from memory. You begin to remember. You see, as you think mm-hmm. more about water, you begin to remember more about who we are, where we come from, and how we are connected. Mm. That can, can assist your uh, question. Yeah, thanks. Shelley, do you want to add anything to that? Mm. Well, I love that. And, and you can, I think when we tap into water, we, um, we instantly start to feel. It's the feeling conduction um, energy. It's, it's, for me, it's, it's a conductor. And, um, you know, when you see little kids putting their feet in the water and you see the energy that arises, the playfulness, uh, the joy. So my sense is, you know, that as we understand, return to our sacred relationship with water, not just as something outside ourselves, but as something inside, you know, our blood is water. It's moving through this source of, of, of energy. And, and I think it's that connection that happens that awakens us through the relationship with water, through the tapping into water. You know, isn't it funny that we think we talk about tap water, or the tap, you know, it is that, it is that, um, I don't know, I'm just sitting here smiling because it. I heard for the first time, really, this year, you know, I've been working, doing all kinds of work, but I heard the water calling. So it is a, it is a conductor or trans, a transducer of sorts. Yes. Mm. I, I really appreciate that. Looking at the, the memory and the conductor, those are two really good and powerful words that bring this more visceral to us. The thing that occurred to me when you were both talking is that we, you know, I introduced you as both really honoring this sacred relationship with water. And when we, and I'm just going to put this out here because I think it's a really important distinction for us in this sacred relationship is that a lot of, a lot of the campaigns on the planet right now, there's a lot of beautiful water blessings. There's um, a lot of sacred activism. There's really 
a lot of campaigns that bring awareness to water and all of those fear-based things like, oh, the pollution, the what have you. And I was thinking about that. When we come from that place of need, you know, we need to take care of the water because we need it to, to drink. We need it for life. We need it. It's like comes from this place of fear. And as you guys were talking, both of you, the memory, the conductor, that feeling response, the, the, the attachment to joy and on our emotions as a conductor. I loved that. And I, it brought me to this place of love and that sacred relationship that you're talking about is that we are water. And it's like a conductor of our relationship with ourselves. So I'm curious about how either of you would take a stand on this new awareness that that's out in the general public. There's a lot of activism. There's a lot of clean up our water, take care of our water. And I'm just wondering about my intuition here with the fear base versus this sacred relationship in love. Either of you can step in. Yes. Well, I'll, um, let, I'll let Boris, yes. Well, thank you, White Tahuli, Desire. What I would like to, to just bring across is that um, the, the planet is, at least as we see the planet as Mother Earth, of course, um, we are reminded that when a child scrapes his or her knee, when the child scrapes his foot or her knee, the first, the first thing a mother would do is clean the wound. You see, mm. clean the wound. And so, when we think of the mother and all of what she has been going through, she has a wound that needs to be cleaned. And so, we clean the wound first, and then we apply the love and the magic. But that we understand the situation we're in as a wound to be cleaned. In other words, for the child to be held, and even for this planet, if we see the Mother Earth as a child, not just as a mother, that we uh, hold the child and we clean the wound and uh, we return the love and the magic to that moment. See? So it's rather than a fear-based, as you speak, and um, a rush to of us to clean up and pick up pollution and so on and so forth and 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 the uh, trajectory of our societies, that we come from the understanding that the wound must be cleaned and, and, and before you apply the love and the magic. Mm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And 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 Shelly to in listening to that, it brings me to a deeper motivation, like seeing mm. the whole picture. I'm a whole systems person and, and I'm a visionary. I see the big picture. And when I hear Forrest saying that, the first thing is we go clean the wound and then we apply the magic and the love. And to me, that deeper motivation is of course we would take care of our babies and we would get out the cotton ball and the peroxide or we would do whatever and we would just tend to that. So I'm wondering, Shelley, if you can speak deeper about this really intrinsic motivation inside of us, this innate need. And to you, I hear it in the words of this water was calling you. I think that ties us into this bigger picture that we're talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, most of us have come to a place of understanding that, um, I mean, the fear, and you know, it could have a good place. I mean, it makes us move into action. But when we move in action from love, from care, from nurturing, just as a mother, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. And the, instead of reacting, we're responding. And I think that's been a really big shift in my life, um, I'm sure, as many people. Um, so from that perspective, uh, I feel that the, un- the deeper understanding of moving from that love, from that care, from that nurturing, you know, our, what's our first relationship? I mean, think about it. Our first relationship is, is being in the womb as, as you know, pre-birth. We lived in a watery substance. We had a relationship with that watery substance. It held us. And I think as human beings, we're still, we're, we're looking for that experience. And so if we can, uh, as we evolve, we take that back to the water and we move from that place and we learn these new methodologies. And what's incredible is one of the new methodologies is the remembrance of the ancient wisdom. Because our ancestors or the ancient travelers, they had this relationship with nature that allowed for, um, you know, the caring of water. It allowed for the taking care. You know, you wouldn't think of polluting the water. You wouldn't think of, I mean, it was just this morning as I was leaving um, to, to go to a dousing uh, circumstance, you know, I, I heard on the news this um, whole thing about how they were discovering of all these pharmaceuticals they're putting in the water that are in the water. You wouldn't think of that because you would be understanding your relationship to the whole system that you're talking about um, that we need in order to really um, exist as fully expressive human beings and to live in a healthy environment, to, to breed health within ourselves. We, you know, we need to be conscious about how we're doing what we're doing. So now we're kind of in a cleaning up process um, from some of the things, from the understandings and, and growing our, our wisdom. So I feel like we're being turned to move from fear because we really get fear and reaction doesn't work. Mm. Thank you for that, Shelley. I think that us moving into that heart connection with Mama Earth and with nature brings us into that sacred relationship. So as you're talking about that, instead of reacting, we really choose to nurture and to love and to care for. So beautiful analogy for both of you. Before we get into how do we do this, and we're all really aware that, you know, so much is going on in our environment. I'm just really curious what that call has been for both of you before we move to why a water blessing and what does that really mean and, and how, what's the protocol, but what's called both of you? And, and for a speaker, I know that you have had a lifetime of this connection and being a part of the Maori. It, what a beautiful story. I'm curious about your story. And, and Shelly, you've been really in tuned with healing the earth and the energies. And now the water's calling. So let's just take a moment and talk about your personal stories. Forrest, we'll start with you. Why the water? 
uh, took it to me. <laughs> yes, yeah. What's so, your connection uh, with the water? What and it, yeah, how has the water called you, Forrest? Why is this personal for you? Well, I see the water not merely as water, and my and my people do not regard water as merely water. And within our teachings, um, which are of the the navigators bloodline within the ancient travelers knowledge uh, the home of water for us is <clears throat> goes even even deeper and comes to us in a form of a stone mm-hmm. it's a stone it's a um, uh, a green stone from New Zealand it is what we call ponamu we don't call it jade and sometimes we call it Greenstone, but we call it truly. We call it Po Namu, and Po Namu means the pillar of earth. Now, how can water be the pillar of earth, and how can it be a stone? Well, these are, this is a much deeper understanding as we understand how water has travelled through the systems, not merely as a liquid form, not only as liquid form, I should say, but also in stone form. It's a particular stone that we love and cherish. As we look at the stone and we look at it as water, uh, we we are grateful and, and thankful for the stone, the Ponamu, which is, we also regard as zero-point energy. So saying water is one word in an, in, an, in an English language, but in an ancient language, it is a stone. Um, in, in the forms before the arrivals, uh, before the, the, the arrival of this planet. Um, and, and so when we give thanks for the Ponamu and do our, our, our protocols with that, we are doing protocols and ceremonies with water. But we can take the stone with us in our pocket. We can gift the stone. We can gift it to somebody. We can pass the knowledge through the stone and thereby passing and telling the story, the deeper story of water that's inside the stone, inside the ponum. And so my my childhood in this particular life and the length of my days is that the ponamu and the water are one and to gift the Ponambu is to gift water, is to gift life, and to gift energy. Uh, and we regard the most powerful energy in all of the cosmos, which is zero-point energy. And when we look at this, we regard water and that, at that highest, highest form in the stone, in terms of the stone in the Ponambu, we are, we are also able to see ourselves connected to the stone in a way that gives us very visceral, tangible, physical, um, physical presence. That is both stone and water. That that we are, in our human forms, we are ponam, the pillars of earth. Therefore, we are water. Now, these obviously uh, um, may be going a little bit further than your textbooks in, in these ancient understandings. But um, this is this is where I began as a young a young child to speak 
to the upper jaw knowledge of water in, in terms of the stone and our relationship here. And that began at a very young age of three and four years old. I'm sure you've heard, you've seen a few movies about Maori people. And, um, and so we began at a very young age to learn these deeper understandings. Certainly when you're going to be, you know, um, part of the school of wisdom and, and taking your steps into the mastership of these, what we call kōwaironga, at the kōwairoro, the upper jaw and the lower jaw, and certainly the upper jaw and lower jaw of water and phonum. Mm. I hope I didn't lose you. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. And, you know, um, you didn't lose me. I really just really appreciate going deeper and just relaxing into that whole image and the imagery that, and I know it's ancient, it's just beautiful. I can feel it in my bones. So thank you for that. Before we go to break, Shelly, I would love to hear, we only have a few minutes till break, but I would love to hear your calling to the water. <laughs> well, I, I feel, Julie, that it's in this moment that it's all, it's all, I'm seeing the whole thing. And, you know, I grew up on the water. I grew up, my, my father, I would consider of a navigator bloodline. He is a navigator. He, um, you know, we've always grew up on boats, on water, um, eventually a sailboat. And so water has always been in my life, but it really wasn't until this year. And I realize as I'm listening to Forrest, and this is a thing that starts to happen, the memory starts to come. And I realize I've been prepared for my work with water over the past few years. And through the dousing, um, I met somebody uh, who was a douser, but who's very connected lives in New Zealand and who understands the Paramu stone and um, going back to the ancient travelers. So I feel that over the past couple of years, I've been prepared. And this timing, you know, since last, I would say last October, when I met Forrest, was the activation of um, these protocols uh, brought me into alignment with how the water within myself and without wanting me to do the work and to step forward in a way that I hadn't completely understood until that turning took place. So um, I guess that's what I would say for right now as we come to the break. Mm, beautiful. Thank you both. We are talking with four speaker and Shelly Darling, and they have a really special event coming up. So I want you to stay tuned so you can hear more about this water blessing coming up in June. And for right now, we're going to take a quick break. We'll return shortly. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org. And after that, I decided to invent something too. Something called the Insta-Do. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side. And you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's a summer thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, for Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. 
After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Hey, Larry, mind if I sit down? Nope. This coffee tastes like uh, coffee. So what's going on? Not much. What's new? Not much. Okay, but can you please put the newspaper down while you say not much? What newspaper? This newspaper. Oh, dude! What happened to your face? I see one, two, three, four, five, six... Dude, what is this? Eleven pieces of toilet paper stuck to your face? I'm shaving in the dark to save energy. I'm helping the environment. That's a dangerous way to help the environment. Well, sometimes you have to sacrifice yourself for the greater good. Dude, there's an easier and safer way to help the environment without sacrificing yourself. Go green, go public. Take public transportation. It's good for the environment and you won't have to live behind a newspaper. Wow. But for now, put the newspaper back up. A message from the public transportation systems across the country. To learn more, visit publictransportation.org. Come to the forest. It's a place not so far away. A place where you don't have to mow the lawn. Or babysit. I saw lizards and squirrels and bugs. Ladybugs, caterpillars. It's really cool, actually. A place where you don't have to make time for free time. Lots and lots of kinds of species here. Out here, you may even meet the mysterious creature known as the other you. The enchanted you. It's magic what flowers do. The adventurous you. My favorite tree. Yes. That one. The free-to-be-me you. (laughs) Ask your parents to take you to this not-so-far-away place. Come to the forest, where the other you lives. But first, stop by discovertheforest.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show. All things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. Hey, if you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and maybe even listen to it again. Please visit our website at thedrjulieshow.com where you'll find all the archive links as well as listing of upcoming guests. And also stay connected all week on our Facebook page, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie, where we continue the conversation. Now, we are talking with Maori Elder, forest speaker, and Shelley Darling about the water about our world our water our life and and all that that brings life and bodies life gives life sustains life and what a beautiful conversation i want to read something from your website and then um shelly i'm going to have you give our listeners the actual website address but i love this statement with this action we invite humanity to come together in shared purpose Respecting the diversity of all countries, faiths, colors, and creeds, we're spreading a powerful message of essential unity and express our caring for our watersheds. As we commit this energy into action, we remember the core truth of who we are, honoring and giving deep gratitude to that which sustains us. Together, we connect what has long been separated and celebrate what is most sacred the source of life on earth, our mother earth and her water. It is time to reopen 
the conversation with our mother water from our hearts. Oh, beautiful language. That is coming right from your website. And Shelly, you are gathering people and you're creating an event. So do you want to give our listeners the address for that website? Sure, Julie. Um, you know, got a pencil or pen for sure. And um, the website address is www.moriorasociety. So it's spelled M-A-U-R- I-O-R-A, Society, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com, Moriora Society. Great. Thank you for that. And what a beautiful statement. We will have that web address on our website so people can go ahead and just click right on that and go there for more. But let's let's open this half of the show with the water blessing that's coming up. You're going to do a worldwide simultaneous river blessing, which is a 24 hour synchronized planetary event on June 4th. And I'd love to hear more about all of it. The, the who, what, when, where, and why, how can people get involved? What is it? And why does it matter? Who wants to start? (laughs) Good question, um, huh? <laughs> Boris, do you want to start or you would like me to, whatever? Um, I would like you to uh, start. Okay. <clears throat> Why don't you? So, um, all right. So, so this is, there's a tagline that goes with this. We stand together on the shores of our one water. So here's the thing. It's really beautiful. You, I think many of us have seen that more and more, there are worldwide global meditations. Um, we have this incredible technology where people are getting on and um, doing, you know, uh, you know, thousands of people around the world can now get on together and breathe together, do meditations together. This is a slightly little, slightly different. And this is inviting people literally locally to go gather, coordinate, or attend a river blessing. Um, on the river that calls to them. Um, Yes, can it be the most polluted river? Absolutely. Can it be the ocean? Absolutely. Could it be a well? Absolutely. Whatever you're feeling called to stand at. And and I would love for us to speak about the uniqueness of this because it's not just going and saying prayers over the water. And I think this is where the calling shifted for me. We are inviting people to do whatever way they want to celebrate but we're inviting people first to um, do this, learn this four-power protocol, use the Ponamu Stone, and bring the water back to blueprint, as Forrest was describing in the beginning, clean the wound. And there is something um, very unique that happens when we bring this understanding to the water and return the water maker um, to the water, to return the, the Ponamu Stone as whole if you're at the headwaters or as dust, and forced, I know we'll explain this, if you're below the headwaters. And, and so the simultaneous part being that we will begin um, the night before, uh, which would be June 4th in New Zealand, beginning with that time zone, having a, a, a conference call, bringing everyone in to understanding these protocols. And then everyone will begin at 11 o'clock on June 4th in their time zone 
at those rivers. So we're right now connecting, we're creating a map uh, for people to begin to see each other, and we do have Zoom calls uh, where you can call in by phone or be able to see all those that are feeling the same, that are willing to stand at their watershed, um, share their watershed with others. And with that, I'll pass that over to Forrest to take us into the deeper understanding. Yes, wonderful. Um, wonderful sharing the white Tagawiti fire, the mother who leads and gathers. And so, as we understand the stone, the ponamu, and the relationship with water and ourselves as being water, uh, we are <clears throat> come together at the water's edge. And the understanding that we come together as not only human beings, but as energy, as that we are, as water, of course we are, and um, as stone or as um, as land, sky, and water, as we are. And to deliver that um, this protocol, uh, and it has a very wonderful uh, set of sequences, uh, and we call it protocol because it is a protocol that uh, that is is a fiction, truly. Not from reaction, but um, it is a true blessing from affection and not reaction. And so the coming together part is, is truly um, a process of, of joining. A process of joining, which we call tehono. Tehono is to, to link up and join. And the gift from this process is a gift of oneness, unity. Yes, and there is commitment in the process of Tehono, and that is why the gathering at the river, at the rivers and the lakes and oceans, as you offer your commitment to not only yourself, not only to the water, but to those who stand with you on on your shore and on distant shores. As we remembered one day a long time ago, we all stood on the shores placing those wonderful gifts in the water to send them out into the ocean. And so the process is one that is so beautiful <clears throat> and affectionate and in balance. It requires one male, one female lead to coordinate uh, the protocol. And the process itself is in balance with nature as one male and one female the masculine and the feminine coming together in unity through a process of tehono in which the gift is unity, truly. Not merely words spoken of unity or oneness, but actual in the physical. <clears throat> As you provide the, 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 the stone, the ponamu is provided, the um, words are spoken, the chant is sang, and the dance is danced. It is really joyful time. It is very, there is laughter. There is calibration in the DNA. There is calibration to the joining of each other in laughter. So blessing, so giving the blessing and giving the gift in laughter and not fear. Giving the gift from affection and not fear. Standing together. Now, the process and the protocols are very powerful, are so beautiful, 
the understanding that this process of tehono is truly can truly be fearful if uh, if it's presented in a way uh, in the in the way of fear. But we stand together in this protocol. We present this gift with fun and laughter and affection. As we stand together with our communities, the one male and one female, together the communities, to pass the information for the protocols on that day, we will join together and chant and dance in the breath of fire. One breath, one voice, one language together. The breath of fire spoken in the Maori language. And you might think, well, we don't speak Māori, but I, w- I will say to you this, is that you don't need to speak the entire language, only a few words. And also, I might add that Māori is a notion that we are all children of heaven. And therefore, we are all Māori. And so we can stand together and speak, sing and dance together and laughter and joy as we share the gift of togetherness for the love of our water and the love of ourselves. Māori ora, at the core. I am, you are, therefore we are. There is no thank you or goodbye, there is matako, tako. And that is the gift, togetherness. Mm. Oh, thank you for that, Forrest. I'm just sitting here loving, just listening to the phonetic sounds that you're making with these words and, and also just really delighted in, in the words that this is about fun and laughter and joy and dancing and, and singing and chanting together. So with this protocol, the four power protocol, you're inviting people to schedule an event and then be on this call now is you're also doing some in face-to-face in-person trainings for people with these protocols that you've been you've been working on but if i want to do this and i can't get it get to a training what how much time might this be to prepare me (laughs) to hear the protocol i hear shelly giggling so i'm going to ask you this shelly so what would it require of me to get on a call, get on a, a go-to meeting or whatever it is, what do I need to do? Um, I'm giggling because, um, you know, in, in great honoring of Forrest and the wisdom that came through, um, we've been really pulling forward the evolutionary wisdom of how to do that. How, how do we, how do we just, tra- because to me, the four power protocol, what happens is, um, and there's a couple of things I want to add in here. Um, it's a transference of energy, for sure. And um, so we've come up with, um, we would love to have the people that are coordinating the event, at least, to receive what's called the seal of the child and to, he, you know, experience the transference of the login, um, the four power protocol login. And we're going to actually set up, as of next week, we're starting to um, give people the opportunity to come on a Zoom call and and have a half hour, an hour experience with Forrest and um, and then be uh, inducted to coordinate a blessing. Now, mind you, let's just say you can't get on a phone. It's still, still go down to your river. I mean, we have it all set up. 
to send uh, through email these the words, the phonetic spelling, the you know, uh, there's just all kinds of. It's it's an easeful way that anyone. Um, someone called me from uh, the UK and said, "Well, the only water I have is I have a well. Can I do it?" I'm like, "Absolutely, yes," because you know when you're standing at the water, it's all it's just on water, really. So, um, so that's. That's in relation to your answer, uh, to your question, that would be my answer, that anyone can now receive and just call, you know, if you just go sign in at the Moyer Society, uh, you can just give us a call and we will support you in this, uh, the blessing for the river or the water near you. The other thing that's been really calling me to speak to is um, that there's a, there's a purpose behind this. And to me, this is the most endearing piece for me. I'm funny that when I came to do the radio show here today, the room that I'm sitting in is a child's room. And I swear to God, I'm sitting here and I turn my body and I get comfortable and I'm looking at a whale <laughs> mm-hmm. going deep into it. You know, and it's really for the purpose so the child can enter. We're cleaning the rivers, the water, so the child can enter. Not just the physical child, absolutely, yes, but the child within ourselves so that the, we can let go, put to rest all the memories that have created the dysfunction and the separation, and that we come together in connection for the child to enter. And, you know, of course, may want to speak more to that, but I think it's really important to understand. And, and on a physical plane, you know, when we listen to all the um, grandmothers and the ones that are out there doing the work for the water, you know, it is so that we set in motion a place for seven generations to live and they have to have the water, not only internally, I mean, but externally, but internally as well, that the child can enter in a free space to be who they really are and be that full expression of, 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 of their essence. So it's really creating a space for the essence to, to be sustained. Hmm. Well, thank you. You know, the, the piece of that that touches me, Shelley, and maybe Forrest, you want to respond to this, is um, when I listen to you describe this event, it's as if we are surrendering and allowing ourselves to be used as an instrument of this Mother Earth. I saw, I saw the Mother Earth who comes in to clean the wound before she does any of the healing and the magic work. So I, I love the imagining that I could be used by Mother Earth to heal herself, that I'm just mm-hmm. a cell in this global body. And, you know, I recently have, have been dealing with the whole healing on a physical level in a much different way. I'm a psychologist, but when I broke my leg, it made me think about healing so differently and that instantly this universal life force, this, this infinite intelligence rushes through my system to begin the healing process. So that's what I'm feeling. Forrest, do you want to add anything to that? I think it's just a beautiful call for all of us to be a part of this healing response. Well, why don't I respond by giving your leg a healing and, and giving you a blessing right now? Mm, thank you. Take me, take me a second or two, <clears throat> if I may. I gather your thoughts into to this unt- intention and, and stillness as um, 
we give uh, we, we give wings to our intentions. We give wings to our intentions and um, speak to the intentions of healing for Julie's leg. And in this understanding, I will begin this uh, intention. Tihei Mori Ora, in the breath of life that bridges heaven and earth. Ite ingoa, te whaia, te tamatamatu, te wairu a tapu. Ite ingoa, te tamatamatu, te whaia, te wairu a tapu. Ite ingoa, te matua, te whaia, te tamatamatu, te tapu. Thank you so much, Julie. Mm, for allowing you. me to speak those words. They are the wonderful words of the login, the beginning of the blessing, and uh, they are translatable to understand, absolutely. And as we think about um, ourselves, um, offering ourselves to the healing, to the mother, to the, to the waters, we, we, we come to remembering that we are energy and that our words we speak as energy to give it any more energy will be, be to speak it in the breath of fire, certainly, a language that has such energy in its form um, that certainly puts wings on your intention. And so, as we are energy, we assist energy. For when we are born or when we enter the world from the womb, we, uh, before we enter the world, we, we are energy, and energy begets energy. So when we assist the mother and assist her in her affection for us, it is truly energy connecting to energy. And it's merely a thought that is required. And if you would like to put wings on your thoughts and your intention. And as we stand together in that, that one beautiful day on June 4th, 2016, what I add is a master one day, born leader is that we are giving the energies to each other and sharing the energies to the water, as this truly is wings on your intentions. Mm. Thank you for that, Forrest. And thank you, you know, just offering that healing from a leg gives us a really good understanding of that login like you're talking about and, and our role in just holding that intention and letting it fly. You know, you used a term, I don't remember if it was you or Shelly, and I'd love for you to clarify this too, is to bring the water back to blueprint. One of you said that. What does that mean? Forrest? Well, um, um, you spoke those words and see what, she, what she's saying is that <clears throat> Returning back to blueprint is to um, to realize the memories that are that we've shared with the water, the memories um, of at many levels and many energies, energies of of all our lives' experiences that we have laid in the water because we are water, and with our memories uh, within within ourselves, we have shared our memories with the water of the mother. And so the returning of blueprint is blueprint is to clear those is to clear those memories, those energies, and return the water to zero memories. The understanding mm-hmm. is that so when we do enter the water um, as water, as energy, uh, we are returning to the water in joy and laughter as children. So we offer a new a new paradigm 
a new shift in our awareness from this day forward and days forward from here and before um, as the child playing in the water. So we have returned to the child and we return the memories back to zero. And uh, this is what we call the blueprint protocol, return to zero. And um, it's like when you go to clean self, home and land, perhaps uh, removing energies and uh, removing memories from within the house to return the house to normal energy levels. This is an understanding that we're returning everything to zero and that uh, there are no existing memories either way, <clears throat> but that we create new ones and energies and memories uh, of laughter and joy and innocence. And why is that important for us? I, I have an intuition about this, but I would love for you to share this with our listeners is why is it important to return it to that zero point? So that we may um, join together as we are joining together that day. We are, we are infusing the memories of that day of love, joy, laughter, and love, affection to the water, not, not for, for fear, but for love, you see, not for mm-hmm. war, but for, for life, not for, <clears throat> Not for uh, just merely conservation, environmentalism, but for love and affection. These are the healing properties of our uh, existence. The Mm, love, love the magic, the magic. When the wound is cleaned, the magic can be applied, and we want we we would hope to have love, magic, mysterious, and super super intelligent understandings. Yeah, so I would, t- I would then connect that back to your original statement about we, we clean the wound before we apply the magic. And so returning it to that zero point is we really are removing any of the debris. So what a beautiful, beautiful visual for us. You know, we only have a couple minutes left in the show, just about two minutes here. And I'm wondering if there's any last minute messages you'd like to give our audience about the upcoming river blessing um, or the water, anything else that might be important to you. Shelly, I'll start with you. Hmm. Um, All I can say is listen to your own heart. Uh, look for the water people in your community. Um, come forward. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're very knowledgeable about the water, anything like that. It's just to listen if you feel a calling to participate with us. Um, and, of course, if you're a Facebook person, you can go just simply to the Worldwide Simultaneous River Blessing. Put that in and, and you'll find us or myself, Shelly Darling. Um, Shelly with an E, you'll find me, um, and I can support you in just coming in closer to it, to the essence of your own nature. Mm, beautiful. And Forrest, 10 seconds or less. <laughs> yes, um, if I could invite everyone, everyone and all around the world, uh, this is your homework. You know, go to the website, com, and I invite you to open your minds and your hearts. I'm fairly certain you will enjoy the dance and the song and the calibration and the fun um, from this experience. Mm, 
Beautiful. Thank you, Bull. Thank you, Bull, for joining me today. I love this whole topic and wish you so many blessings on that day, June 4th. So thank you both for joining me. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. All things connected. (laughs) (laughs) And together we connect what has long been separated and celebrate what is most sacred, the source of life on Earth, our Mother Earth and her water. For now, I'm sending you a world of love.